This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome once again to another episode of Vet Candy's podcast in Other News, a podcast to expand your idea of what is impacting the veterinary world, veterinarians, and all animal care professionals as humans. We are your co-hosts, Dr. Jen and Dr. Jason Chatfield. If you are not yet a Vet Candy subscriber, why not? Please why subscribe not? for free today at myvetcandy.com. You can also reach us at jen at myvetcandy.com. Or more importantly, my email, jason at myvetcandy.com. Great. Our topic today is rabies. Well, in, other, in other news, rabies is still a thing. Yeah. Rabies is still a thing. Did you know that, Jason? I didn't until I read the topic today and I said, what? Rabies is still a thing? I had no idea. <laughs> That's because we are American. So let's class this show up with an accent. How about that? So joining us today is Dr. Luke Gamble, who is, let me make sure I get the title right, Luke, the CEO and co-founder of Mission Rabies. Yes, that'll do. Rock and roll. Okay. Hello. And you hear that yes. super cool Blasting accent. Up my, my finest British accent. That's right. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Which isn't uh, so- the finest British accent there is, I'm sure, but I'll try. I'll okay. try for you. Well, I will tell you, I will tell you, it's the best we've had on this podcast, for sure. There we go. Hands down. Right. There we go. The first break. That's right. And it instantly makes you sound smarter, right? Okay, I'll take it. I'm taking all the <laughs> laughing this up. That's right. That's right. That's right, listeners. You know that it sounds smart when Luke says it with the incredible accent. Okay. So Jason started off by saying, uh, rabies is still a thing. So I ask you, Dr. Gamble... As a world-renowned professional, is rabies still a thing? Yeah, it's very much still a thing. And it's it's a very sad thing. So a child dies of rabies about every nine minutes around the world somewhere. And they die a horrible death. It's probably worse than being eaten alive by rats as mm. far as deaths go. Mm-hmm. And rabies itself is the world's deadliest zoonotic disease. And a zoonotic disease is obviously one that is a disease you contract from animals. And it's one of the oldest diseases known. So it's been around for thousands of years. Uh, and so if, the we say, th- if we say that it's uh, the, one of the world's most deadly diseases, yeah. can you like qualify that for our listeners? So why, okay, like, so why Ebola, everyone knows about Ebola. Everyone's heard of Ebola. Yeah. And there's about an 80% mortality, I think, of contracting Ebola. 80% chance you're going to die. It's dreadfully sad. It's awful. With rabies, once you show clinical signs, mm-hmm. 100% you're going to die. No treatment. 100%. 100%. So the only window of yeah. surviving it, if you're bitten by a rabid dog, is to get some post-exposure prophylaxis vaccines mm-hmm. and maybe a bit of immunoglobulin. Before, but just because you got bit, before you have any signs, just go get, say, I got bit by a dog, I got no idea, go get treatment, you have no idea if you actually have it. That's the only yeah, yeah. way. Your own, that's your only chance. Wow. See, that's your hope, that's your window. And that's well, why the education is the big thing. So Yeah, okay, so I, have, so I got two questions. Because as you know, Jason and I... We are American, and so our outlook is quite obviously America-centric, right? Even though we're classing it up today with an international perspective. Yeah, So a lot of... We don't have bigger TVs or any of that kind of stuff, so we're jealous. (laughs) And real football. Okay, so... um, (laughs) But smaller burgers, it's down, down, (laughs) you know... (laughs) 
So in America, I frequently have people, sometimes professionals, sometimes colleagues, tell me that we don't have a rabies problem in the U.S. because even though the mortality rate or the number of people who get the disease that die outside the U.S. is 100%, in America, they'll say, well, no one dies. And they'll point to Ebola as an, a, an example. They'll say, well, in Africa, if you get Ebola in the Congo, your mortality rate is somewhere between, what, 45 and 85%. But in America, our Ebola mortality rate was 10%. So is it similar with rabies? Is the mortality rate different depending on where you get it? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, the honest truth is in places where you've got great access to healthcare then you've got a good chance, you know, in, in a, in the places, a lot of the places I work in developing yeah. countries, which are mm-hmm. just tough, hard places in which to live, you know, the mm-hmm. hospitals in some of these countries. So take Blantyre city in Malawi, which is a country in Southern Africa, mm-hmm. the hospital there in 2012 annually reported the highest instance of child rabies deaths from any single institution in the whole of Africa. And that oh, was wow. when I visited it three. So I was there, I've been there a bit, but uh, when I first went about three, four years ago, they just had a period of three months with no water or electricity supplying the hospital. So they don't even have syringes or vaccines. So if you contract or you need to get your post-exposure prophylaxis, it's it's a mission and a half. Yeah, you can't even get water. Yeah, you've got to get to the hospital. It's unbelievable, right? That's Mm -hmm. unbelievable for us to talk on our computer and looking at It's almost hard to believe, right? It's hard to imagine. Yeah, and then you've got to pay, you know, so it's, it's a big job. But I think, though, in the United States, if you start to show symptoms of rabies, you're mostly you're toast. Like it's you're nearly 100 percent fatal, just like it is outside of America. So the key is to get that prophylaxis, right? The treatment before you have the onset of the symptoms, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so it's the, the fancy thing is rabies, a neurotropic lysovirus. And what it does is it tracks up peripheral nerves and it causes, this is where everyone's just turning off, going, what is no, it going? No. Because i got my clever hat on. We well, have some nerves. That's like a seven-syllable word, man. you got to watch that. So Go it, ahead and nerd track, out. Do it. It tracks up peripheral nerves and it causes a fatal encephalitis. So it essentially causes a massive temperature in your brain and it shuts you down and you die. It doesn't matter which country and where you are. So the only way to stop it is to stop that virus tracking up your nerves. And that's why the onset of clinical symptoms change depending on where you're bitten by rabid dog. So it's transmitted through saliva. That's the other big thing to talk about. And 98.9% of all cases are transmitted through dog bites. So dogs are regarded as the reservoir host. But in the States, you know, raccoons will have it, uh, you know, warm blood animals will have this disease and Mm -hmm. can transmit it. It's just that, you know, it's mainly people, mainly kids come into contact with dogs and rabid dogs will bite them and then they might not tell their parents because they don't want to get in trouble sure uh, or they might you know pretend it hasn't happened or oh, whatever yeah. and then they'll they'll get very sick and mm-hmm. when you go to hospital the clinical signs because it's like an infection in your brain can look like say cerebral malaria and that's a really easy diagnosis because malaria uh-huh. is really really common so yeah. the other really sad fact about rabies is it's often misdiagnosed and there was a paper looking at rabies cases in um, Tanzania and they by mm-hmm. Professor Cleveland and she estimated that for every one rabies case confirmed there are 100 kids had died of rabies wow uh, 
And then, then there was a study, in fact, also at the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Blantyre. And yeah. over a six-month window, 11.6% of cerebral malaria cases were misdiagnosed were actually rabies. So very wow. sad. If she thinks that one, like for every single case of rabies that's confirmed and diagnosed, there's 100 others yeah. that are yeah. misdiagnosed. So that means that the roughly 55 to 60,000 deaths worldwide, we could put two zeros on the end of that? Oh, easy. Yeah, absolutely. There's a stigma as well. So in dying in hospital in many countries, um, especially poor countries, is, is just all around bad news on every level, yeah, as yeah. you'd probably expect, because obviously yeah. you die. But your family then have to, have to pay to take your body out of the hospital. So it costs yeah. money. So in a lot of these hospitals, they'll try and ship out the dying patients before they actually die. Oh, and then wow. they die in the villages and it's not recorded at all. So the, okay. a lot of that goes on. And then there's yeah. also stigma because... You know, it's not great to be, you know, having died of rabies. That That's just not yeah. a great way to go. And the other thing is that to test that it was rabies is horrible because you've got to get a brain sample. Yeah. And people don't really want that for their kid. Yeah, culturally, um, that's really difficult in any so culture. It, it's all around the weepy. I mean, it's hard to bring this yeah. back other than to say that the good news, and this is, in fact, how you, I mean, there's rabies in the States, of course. There is rabies in the yeah. US. But you have a really robust vaccination program that goes on and that yeah. has sorted it out. And that, in essence, is the key. It's that simple. It's vaccinating in, in say, Africa or India. It's vaccinating mm -hmm. dogs and that establishes a herd immunity. gets rid of so, it. So that's really the key thing that I'm glad you bring that up because I want to point out, like, in the United States, we have an incredibly robust public health system. And one component of that people may not realize, is massive campaigns, not only to vaccinate dogs and cats, but also to stop the stray animals roaming. So those are the two foundational elements. And so this is a horrible disease. So like, what do we do about it? And I think you're doing some incredible things to try to do something about it in these underdeveloped nations. Yes, please give um, some good news to the show. So yeah. far, not good great. News. Not great uh, news. Uh, America's <laughs> awesome. America's awesome. You've got all the <laughs> What else do you want? This is better than America's great. This is America's <laughs> awesome. So you're great news control. Wow. Great news, guys. Well done, you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So what are we, but what are we doing in other places? Because those kids, those kids yeah, are exactly. dying so from this, this, So this is the really cool thing. This is the really, really cool thing. So one charity is never enough. So I, I have another charity called yeah. Worldwide Vet Service, which provides vet aid to help charities, non-profit organizations in places where there are no vets. So we help animals in places where there's no veterinary care. So we send vet teams yeah. and stuff. And that's how I got into the old rabies things. So I'm a dad. I got four young kids. I saw a lot of rabies. It was sad. It's as mm -hmm. simple as that. And then I realized that even a simpleton like me could help address it by vaccinating dogs. Cause that's, that's not rocket science. It's vaccinating dogs. Yeah. And that is the whole crux of it. So we set up this charity mission rabies mm -hmm. and then we go to rabies hotspots and we count the number of dogs in an area and then we'll get a team together of international volunteers and then we'll go in there and we will blast that area. So we will go to somewhere like Blantyre City and we mm -hmm. will spend 12 days and we will vaccinate 35,000 dogs with volunteers from 18 different countries around the world. And okay. love them American. Yeah. And they'll come well, over. Gonna, that pretty quick. You got, you got to take a breath on that because you threw out some crazy numbers there, Luke. So 35,000 dogs vaccinated in eight days. It was 12 days, that one. 12, 12 days. Oh, 12 days. Oh, we, yeah, four, four days. days. Yeah, well, it was be better. 
We thought you were a superhero, but 12. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can I do mean, 12. Anyone right. can do it at 12. No, that, that is just incredible. So it's a really a massive undertaking to mount that sort of response. Yeah, and it's cheap. That's the other crazy thing. It's cheap. So we, uh, wow. you know, we've we've just built this really on goodwill from people who care, and and that's how you beat any of the diseases. It's just yeah, getting sure. enough people who care, who give a damn, who want to just yeah. just do something cool that's fun and can make a bit of a difference. And mm-hmm. I think for me, that's the really great bit because when do you really get that chance in life? You know, to to do something cool. So you get in your box, yeah. go look. Let's just have a bash and. We get yeah. out, we do it. And we've now, so four years, we've, we're just celebrating our millionth dog vaccinated, which is, which is wow. Really, um, in, in our project sites. Sound effects on in other news. So we can yeah. do some crazy applause. Yeah. Million dog vaccinated. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. But did I don't know. Did that dog get a shopping spree or anything? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's what happens when a millionth customer, right? What's going on there? Well, we're yeah, going to get we're going to get a tuk tuk in in because uh, like we're just going to have a, a tuk tuk party, and that's oh, the thing because those are little three wheel taxis that you, we spend yeah. a lot of time in. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so that's our thing. So we we're, we're going to do a little tour in the UK. We should get over to the US. Obviously, that'd be cheap, but we can vaccinate a lot of dogs instead of yeah. doing. I'll send you a picture. Excellent. Well, we would, we would love a picture and we'll post it for the listeners. For the listeners. So let me, I, because I, I know I, I am familiar with Mission Rabies. And I know that for you, the other thing that you guys really spend a lot of time doing is near and dear to your heart is educating the children. Because it's a twofold effort. You want to vaccinate the dogs. But then don't you spend a fair amount of time educating children? Yeah. So you've, you've hit the nail absolutely on the head. The education bit is just so fantastically vital because it's it's all about teaching the kids you know um how to avoid getting bitten and you know what to do if that happens i'm, I'm glad you clarified that because i thought maybe you were going to educate the kids about how awful rabies is and just really depress these poor kids but I've, i'm glad we're talking about how to handle dogs yeah. it would be a bad lesson let's get bitten by a dog yeah. sorry that's yeah, it sorry. that's yeah. it just, right. toast it is a horrible it. death. You'd rather get eaten alive by rats. This so, is terrible. So, right, uh, about dog and dog behavior. Go. Yeah, and and you know what? In places where there isn't any vaccine, like Malawi, that is honestly life-saving knowledge. And we've got loads of examples of that. So as a little kid, so we heard a story about a teacher who'd been bitten by a dog and went to, on the way to the school. And then the school kids told her, she said, look, they said, you've got to go and get your post-exposure. You've got to wash the wound, 15 minutes, you've got to go and get it. And um, and she did, uh, because the kids oh, told great. her, because they'd gone to a rabies oh, lesson. Wow. And, wow. Uh, Dog the bit her actually turned out was positive. Was oh. dog. So they saved a life. All around good story. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. It's very cool. So we've done three million kids because we're millions now. Let's just go yeah. really big. Three million uh, kids. Three million kids, one million dogs. Yeah. Bang. Wow. Change in the world. That- that's incredible. That's incredible. So we know that the hospitals and the public health infrastructure in these developing nations isn't the same. But is that, I mean, if it was just that, that wouldn't, wouldn't that be something that would be kind of not a quick fix, but you could fix? What are the kind of the other contributing factors that you know of? And you've mentioned a few cultural ones, but really, what do you think are the real contributing factors to rabies continuing to kill so many kids? Well, I think in places like um, Africa and India, for example, well, India, mm-hmm. which has the which is the world's worst rabies area by far. There's at least twenty thousand uh, deaths there a year in India. The dogs are everywhere. 
so cultural uh, you just said it cultural is a big thing but the dogs are literally everywhere and there's lots of rubbish everywhere and the dogs live on the streets they breed on the streets mm-hmm. and they carry disease and there's a bit of misconception because i understand it but there's policies like let's kill all the dogs so if these dogs carry a deadly disease we should just kill all the dogs sure. can, Makes people, perfect sense. you know they, mm-hmm. they would think that but the, the kicker is that you kill all the dogs in places like india what it does is it just creates a vacuum and other dogs move into those areas. Dogs are territorial. We all know that. And they, you need the dogs to live in those areas and make sure they're vaccinated, but they need to keep other dogs away and they can do that. So it's trying to cover that science bit as well. And, mm-hmm. and that's really big, hard challenge. And also this thing about herd immunity. So you'll know all this much better than me. You can probably explain it much better, but I'm deep in the hole now. So I'll power <laughs> on. <laughs> Power on. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about herd immunity. That's a big. That's a big. Uh, you hear yeah. that all the the Buzzfeed, all the news things, all this. Oh, it's crazy. So let's hear what. Uh, let's hear what uh, Classy Luke has to say. Right, classy Luke. Luke. I've never been called Classy Luke. There you go. Classy Luke. Yeah. <laughs> the guys will be throwing things at me in the office. I go, no, no, I'm classy. I'm, I'm classy today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so essentially, infectious disease. They're categorized by something called uh, R0 value. And that's really its rate of infectivity. So if I had measles or flu, they might have a R0 of, say, 15 or 20. And what that means in English is that I will infect 15 or 20 people before I either get better or I die. One of the two. And that is its R0. Okay, so rabies has an R0 of between one and two, which is quite low as far as these things go. But it means... For example, a rabid dog will infect one or two other warm-blooded animals before it dies. That is the general stat. And that rate of infectivity will change a little bit depending on population densities and mm-hmm. all that kind of other stuff. But it's with rabies, it's, it's fairly, because they die quite quickly once they've got the disease, they really only ever get the chance to infect one or two other animals before mm-hmm. they die. So what you've got to do is you've got to establish this herd immunity to skew the probability so the odds on the animal essentially dying before it can infect another animal is more likely than not yeah so if a dog is vaccinated it cannot contract the disease if it's bitten by a rabid dog yeah so what you've got to do to establish your herd immunity your posh fancy herd immunity is you have to vaccinate enough dogs so that the odds on it biting another vaccinated dog are really high then it yeah. dies and the disease dies out that's the plan so you create that firewall, firewall. around the places where people are it's a better yeah. phrase firewall yeah. i love that yeah we're you're welcome we're taking what well, temporary yeah. what is just a firewall it's, everyone knows what a firewall is why well, i can't that's break right. into the bank it's great it's fantastic that's i right. should have said that i should have said that at the beginning yeah, yeah. Heard it, i mean oh no herd immunity what was i doing firewall that's <laughs> it Fire, classy loop Classy Luke. I've been, I've been right. done by the Americans again. I've just been picked there again. A cooler okay. word. Uh. So listeners, listeners, we're going to take a very quick break and uh, let you percolate on the r not value and the firewall. And uh, th- when we come back, we're going to hear a little bit about how you might be able to get involved and help stop the spread of this dreadful disease across the globe. So we'll be right back in just a moment. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, 
We are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com slash dogs now. That's myalphacbd.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family. Vet Candy makes your life easier with scientific news, clinical updates, and expert lifestyle tips. Sign up for free at MyVetCandy.com and start making your life sweeter. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, where we are talking with Dr. Luke Gamble, all about rabies, with his great efforts through Mission Rabies, as well as the World Veterinary Services. And uh, we've heard lots of things about, you know, roughly 60,000 deaths from rabies worldwide. The majority of those are kids, and the majority of them, more than 90% of them, are from a dog bite worldwide. And so now that um, this clever Brit has brought us this incredible information, (laughs) we're now going to let him maybe illuminate us on how we can get involved in uh, working to stamp out this horrible disease. So what can our listeners do? Because I know they're wondering right now, this is a horrible situation. No one wants to think of a kid. They're all desperate to go to these places. Desperate to help. Rabies. Yes. Grab a dog. (laughs) I think everyone listening to this is going, yes, this is a brilliant idea. Yeah. We, we're going to sign up. And, yeah. and good on them, because that is, that is the spirit. And the way to do it is to go to missionrabies.com and ah. click on volunteer. And yeah. if they can't for any chance make it, even though they really want to, they can always donate, and we'll just go and vaccinate some dogs for them. So <laughs> right. it's a win-win. There's always a way that we yeah. can just, as this team, get out there and save the world. Rock That's and roll. Right. That's yeah. right. And you could do it from your own recliner, online by yeah. donating you right? can, you can. <laughs> that's right and you know what it, it, it sounds nice but it does work we've now eliminated so there's no rabies deaths in the whole indian state of goa in the last 18 months entirely wow. because of our project which is awesome that's incredible uh, yeah firewall that yeah right. firewall <laughs> you guys, you guys joke, but I, I guarantee i guarantee you i absolutely guarantee you there are people in the industry that really they really had no idea that it was still, we kind of joke, but it, it, we're talking about it because it is still a thing. And we live in, in our wonderful world where, hey, we vaccinate all the dogs. We don't ever talk about it. But uh, I, for one, was shocked at the numbers you were throwing out. Uh, it's still yeah. not a thing. It's a huge thing. And, and if we don't. That's just sad. It's because it's, yeah. it's the disease of the poorest of the poor. So all of these diseases, to get like serious again for a sec, this is generally how it rolls. These neglected, tropical, hideous diseases are diseases that affect the poorest of the poor, the most vulnerable yeah in the world and these guys don't vote you know they live in you know in huts with limited electricity they're not generally regarded as uh priority sort of people Mm -hmm. in places so it's very 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 sad and it's nice just to help these little kids absolutely well you never know what those little kids are going to grow up to be 
And so uh, it, cutting off the, their future before they get started with such a horrific disease as rabies, it's something I think everyone can agree on. And these days we have to look far and wide sometimes for those things everyone can agree on, that it's worthwhile to pursue the elimination of such a, a horrific pathogen. And so now... I do want to ask you a little bit. I know that folks out there, now that they know you as Classy Luke, Classy. are uh, yeah, they want to know a little bit about how do you come by all this energy? Because folks, it's not like he has nothing else going on. He's got four little bitty kids, and he and his wife have a practice together. And so I'm going to back out of the conversation because Jason also has multiple little kids. And so how how not, do you not do four. that? I was smart. Travel? I stopped at three. <laughs> three. Yeah. It's just weak. It's just weak. One, 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 one. Just one more. That's all yeah. it takes. And okay. you're, 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 you're going to commit. <laughs> yeah. You have twins. Did you cheat? Did you have twins? <laughs> no. Okay. No, you just, have just four individual people. Wow. Good. Yeah. We just pour, powered on. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. We've got to draw the line, you know. <laughs> it's going <laughs> back to me. <laughs> I'll get them out of this. My army of vaccinators. That's the thing. They're a little bit older. And I get the green light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not much older, though. I would imagine you got as soon as they can, they can help. They got to go. I mean, yeah, they, they, they get under the houses, they get in the holes, get, you know. <laughs> go Just go get that one. He's smaller than you. Go grab that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's right, and but you and your wife also have a practice together, yeah. Yep. Like, yep. And, and yep. it's a mixed animal practice, is mixed it? Mixed animal isn't practice, yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. So we we live in the New Forest, which is about a hundred miles southwest of London, and it's very quaint and nice, and got lots of donkeys. Because I, I it, love. Is it classy? Is it it's classy? Incredibly classy. It's classy, not classy. It's yeah. classy. <laughs> classy. Get it so right. Yeah, pedantic. For sure. Uh, and there's no rabies here. Absolutely Good. none. Because who would yeah. want to live in a place with rabies? Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, other than America, which has Americans. It. <laughs> uh, just thought I'd drop that in. Yeah. No, yeah we've got. Um, I'm very lucky. My wife's awesome. She's amazing. So she. We've got the four young kids, and they're great. But the thing is, once you get into stuff like the work with, so the WBS stuff, when I go on these trips and help, to be honest, they're there's a lot of adventure and there's a huge amount of fun and it's really hard to give that up because it's there's yeah. a selfish pleasure in just having these cool adventures doing stuff i love doing without any of the economical constraints but with the rabies thing there's just that draw that if we're not doing it who else is going to and you're kind of yeah. sucked into it then and mm -hmm. and so there's that side of it as well but yeah, as a team, we're on it. And my practice, all the vets there, part of their deal is they give a bit of time each year and go off on the trips. And um, wow. charity office across the road for the practice. And there's a, mm -hmm. a team there. Yeah, and you go on awesome, awesome podcasts and spread the news even further to recruit yet more vaccinators. Because that's what we all want to be is vaccinators. That's, that's yes. the word. I am a vaccinator. That's what I need. Oh. Yes, right? I need and, they, and they can. We've we've established you can give money, or they can now send their children. We've just established that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's right. What's the age limit? <laughs> Health and safety dream. That's yeah. right. Jason that's Neil needs to go. My yeah, youngest yeah, nephew. Already, I've already got him a ticket. He's on his own. He's fine. He's he's, right. he's He can handle it. How so, old is Neil? How old? Neil, is actually, I said eight. He's actually six. Six Maybe is five. Five. I don't know. I, I lose track all the time. So. Yeah, anything <laughs> over. Three is okay. Oh, good. Excellent. Excellent. Can walk and talk, right? so Excellent. 
Excellent. Yeah. But in all fairness, you know, we talk about in the veterinary profession these days, stuff like uh, work-life balance, and we are concerned about veterinary well-being. And uh, so, you know, if you're looking for something to do to maybe remind yourself about why we do what we do in our profession, a trip such as this with Mission Rabies, where you really can see an instant impact where you are, are helping to save those lives, there's nothing better to remind you about why why we became who we are and the professionals that we are than a trip like that. So maybe you want to consider doing it with, uh, with a colleague, with someone that you work with or an old classmate. But I think it could be a really fun way to really just remind yourselves that there's a reason we became veterinarians. Or- yeah, we became veterinarians to save the world. And there's That's not right. a better example than this right here. And I say it with Jess, but in actuality, it's true. 100% yeah. true. I mean, well, we can go all the well, terrible numbers again, but it's true. That's why we've done the, the numbers, because it is yeah. simply because of the vet community. You know, so we've had the WSAVA. We've had so many uh, so many U.S. vets, an increasing number, actually, all coming out, helping, mm-hmm. volunteering on the trips. And we learn loads. So any, anyone comes out, they've often got another idea that enhances yeah. our protocol and our way of doing it. Because yeah. let's be honest, you know, I'm a vet from the New Forest. You know, we, <laughs> I, as he, I can learn. So, you may be classy, but you don't know it all, right? Exactly. And it's, it's hard to admit it. But we we do. And and it just is great. So you get guys yeah. out who are brilliant at tech. And that's how we got this app. And now that mm-hmm. allows us to epidemiologically log on all, all the dogs we vaccinate and has this robust science behind it. We partner with University of Edinburgh to do that. And CDC are helping us mm-hmm. so much with the strategy and we're partnering them on projects. And they're now using our app for all their projects. And we've got a whole thing developing this integrated bike case management system, which we're putting in hospitals wow. as a result in these countries. And it is just building and building and building but it will only keep doing that if we get behind it as a profession and that's actually what makes it so much fun if we end up going on a trip and it isn't fun it's very hard to get everyone to go back (laughs) next year yeah exactly (laughs) you think it's got to be a win everyone it's got to be a win-win all around and to be honest there's just nothing better if if, as i said there were vets from 18 vets and vet techs and vet nurses Mm. and paravets but there were volunteers from 18 different countries Mm. on the big project we did in malawi 18 different nationalities it's just brilliant it's such a such a crack really great Yeah. yeah it does sound like a good time you know what it sounds like a great thing from which in the evenings one could you know record an in other news podcast I mean, I thought you were going to say great thing to do when you're honeymoon, which, which would be fine as well. <laughs> yeah, you yes. I thought that's where you were going off to. Yes. I thought you're right. You're darn right. It's such a crap. Get over there. It's fun. I always Come like on. a good crap. Great. Yeah. Brilliant. But yeah, podcast. If the yeah. internet's working, that's the only slight issue. Mm, it, it's good issue. most of the project sites. A couple, yeah. a couple of it might be a little crackly. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so one more question that I think our listeners might want to know, which is, have you ever been bit by one of these dogs when you're out and about? Have I been? They're not friendly, right? No, they're not. They're not in the best frame of mind. Fido, I suppose. Okay, so maybe a better question is, craziest story. (laughs) Yes, I've been bitten plenty, which is sad to say, but it's true, because obviously, you know, you're trying to catch a lot of dogs in nets and things. Yeah. I've had to get the post-exposure prophylaxis a few times, having been very close with some rabid dogs. Yeah. And been Wait, how, how many times? Because I'm going to bet that I can beat you. How many times have you got post-exposure proofy? You know what? I honestly don't know. 
I, I remember taking it in the yeah. queue for an airport in India once because I'd forgotten to take it and I had it in my bag uh, and I uh, it in my arm and then I had about 10 security just appeared from nowhere at the Indian <laughs> airport <laughs> yeah. thinking I was uh, taking drugs in the airport queue and yeah. because my explanation was so utterly uh, almost unbelievable and outrageous that I was taking a rabies shot which I have with me I've forgotten to take because I've been yeah. traveling a lot so I just bought it and I had it in my bag and I thought oh yeah. I've got to take stuck it in my arm just so we can <laughs> check in <laughs> it, none of it can believe it I forgot right. to give myself a shot. My my bad. Let me just my give myself But that's exactly <laughs> exactly what happened. And uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So that was probably that was a that was a comedy moment. But it was all right. Yeah. They let me through. It's fine. Well, I have had the post exposure trophy five times. That is nothing. That is just so lame. That's just well, so I mean, lame. Why I mean, I've been hanging out in Africa and uh, India. I mean, you're just. You're just just so much better at doing this stuff than me because obviously <laughs> i just constantly get an exposure with it but i've got a quite high titer so i don't think i'll probably need to worry too much uh, you, know, you, you, you could look at selling that plasma i mean yes. it's enriched right yes, maybe, maybe it's enriched yes, absolutely if this whole veterinary thing doesn't work out luke i mean you've got yeah. an option there your bodily fluids <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bodily oh God. <laughs> All right. This is not that podcast. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, right. Yeah. Okay. So um I think that um that about covers it. If you have not already Googled uh, mission rabies or gone to uh, missionrabies.com, you should go there. We'll put a link on the uh podcast page with our blurb, if you will. Go donate, talk to some folks, make some people aware, spread the word. Rabies is still a thing. Rabies is still killing people worldwide, even if you don't see it happening in America. It is happening. New York um, Times. New York Times article. Yeah. Big thing about it. We're in yeah. it. It's cool. Yeah recently yeah. yeah and uh it's the cheapest vaccine on the shelf in any veterinary practice today so make sure that you keep your pets up to date make sure that um you know when they are exposed that you should go to your veterinarian um if they tangle with a raccoon in the united states or a bat or an, or an unknown dog or cat get them boosted so that you don't have to get post-exposure prophy and your dog doesn't have to uh suffer through uh the disease so thank you so very much dr luke gamble for class it up it was great fun and learned a lot today a lot yeah. guys really i loved it i'm, I'm gonna get a little firewall in the office here it's all gonna happen <laughs> they, well, well, we all learned some stuff today that's right that's right so um once again thanks for tuning in to another news if you want to uh reach us uh you want to send us some topic ideas if we read your email on a subsequent podcast we'll send you some swag some vet candy yoga mats or um, some Betsy Johnson lunch boxes. Um, we've got some great stuff. Or if you just want to sound off and let us know what you think, you can email us at jen at myvetcandy.com. Again, I'm not sure why you're just always first, but if you want to email her, great, you can email me at jason at myvetcandy.com. That's right. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again on In Other News. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.